Sandy D, Queen of Podcasts and Join me as I interview inspiring and creative women who are living their passion, finding balance, and making an impact around the globe. Come discover your inner zen, find balance while growing your business, tap into your creative flow, explore holistic health and spirituality. I'll share tips and tools for living a more peaceful, inspired, and balanced life. Relax, recharge, step into your power, be inspired. Feel free to connect with me at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for listening. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to our show. Today, I wanted to talk about feeling stuck, whether it be in a bad relationship, in a toxic work environment, or whatever situation where deep in your heart, you know you deserve better. But, you know, for some reason, you get bogged down and you find it, you know, really hard to leave that situation. So let's talk about like why we allow ourselves to get stuck and how we can take steps to get unstuck. Okay, so I often think we get ourselves into these situations that aren't healthy. And while we know it's not healthy for us, for whatever reason, we stay. Maybe we stay out of fear, fear of the unknown, fear of what will happen if we speak up and we start setting boundaries. We might be afraid of, you know, what other people think. And if we, you know, quote, upset the apple cart by doing that. We might get like so burnt out from whatever the issue is at hand. We don't even have the energy to be proactive and get out, you know, get ourselves out of that like snake pit or whatever. Um, Like you just go home or you end your day and you're just ready to like crash in bed because you're, you know, the stress from whatever you're going through just wipes you out. I know I've had, I've been there. (laughs) So yeah, I get it. I remember um, going way back, um, back in college in my second semester, taking an elective course in linguistics and thinking, you know, this is really much more interesting to me than inorganic chemistry. I was majoring in biochemistry at the time. I was getting an A in the inorganic chemistry class and it was taught by our department head. She even asked me when I told her, you know what, I'm leaving, I quit. She said, why are you quitting? You're getting an A. And I said, you know what? Guess what? I realized this is just not what I want to do with my life. And I I vividly remember the conversation that I had with my mom. I remember calling her. Remember those old um, landline phones? <laughs> yeah, I remember calling my mom. And I dreaded disappointing her when I called to say, guess what? I'm leaving biochemistry. But I was actually surprised by her reaction. Um she actually said, you know, the job or the career path that like I might end up doing, it could possibly be something that d- didn't even exist at the time. Like, so go ahead, go out there, explore. And at the end of the day, she said, well, you made your in college. It might not even be related to what you end up doing in life. You know, case in point, my mom studied home economics and I think she minored in Spanish. Um, she ended up, what she, you know, ended up doing as an entrepreneur was creating a kitchen and bath design business. That, that's one of many things she's done. That had nothing to do with studying home economics. Come on. Um, anyway, so with, re- with respect to relationships, 
Uh, I don't really like to talk a lot about this, mainly because I have moved on. So I won't go into a lot of detail, but I will say in my early 20s, right out of college, I was in a really toxic relationship where my physical and emotional safety and health were, were threatened. The person I was with was controlling and abusive. And in looking back, there were many red flags and many things that, you know, I just had had enough of. One of the things that I would say would be the straw that broke the camel's back, a couple of them actually, but one that really stands out was despite the fact that at the time I was the main breadwinner. So my salary, although it wasn't like lavish, it was three times my partner's. Um, having my credit card statements scrutinized and getting chewed out for spending five bucks. Yeah, I kid you not. Five dollars on treating my younger sister to lunch. Well, first of all, five dollars for lunch in Northwestern DC, uh, right outside of Georgetown was a freaking bargain even back in the 1990s. But, um, the fact that my credit card statement was being scrutinized, it just, it really made me wake up and realize, hey, it is time now to get out of this toxic relationship. Enough is enough. Um, not going to lie. I was scared and rightfully so. Um, that's a whole other episode. Um, but after I pulled through all of that, my mom admitted to me she was relieved because she was truly worried about my safety during the entire time that I was with this person. But, you know, sometimes in life, you just have to decide, look, it's time to move forward. If you're not sure what to do, it could help to either talk to like maybe friends or family, seek professional help. Um, a lot of people don't realize, and I've said this on previous episodes, that you might have access to an employee assistance program. And usually in those employee assistance programs, the first couple of counseling sessions generally get paid for, like the employer puts the bill for the program. So I think it's also important to have a good role model who shows us that it is possible to get out of a rut and stop that inertia that's, you know, holding you back and, you know, finally push forward. One of the best examples I had growing up was the time, this is funny, in retrospect, it's funny. <laughs> My mom decided like, you know what, falling off of a 13 foot telephone pole um, or at 13 feet on the pole, uh, trying to pass a telephone line repair person test just was not worth it. And it's funny because she had absolutely no problem figuring out the more complicated part of which was like how to connect different wires to make the telephone lines work or whatever. That part was easy for her. But the physical part of balancing herself and climbing up and down a telephone pole, it just was not working out. Um... But, you know, working for Bell, and does anybody remember my Bell um, from a long time ago? Uh, it was first my Bell, then the baby Bells got broken up due to antitrust laws. And it's now become the modern day, I guess, I was AT&T now. Um, anyway, working for Bell meant that she would have access to medical insurance. That's something that she had lost after she separated from my dad. But she realized... Well, first of all, what good is health insurance if you're not around to use it? <laughs> so, you know, it was a good wake up call for her. And um, she ended up just making that decision like this just isn't working out. Let's move on here. 
So instead of viewing yourself as like quitting when you leave a bad situation or you change your life circumstances or, you know, just make difficult decisions, I want to challenge you to reframe this as having the maturity and the wherewithal to realize that, you know, either you deserve better or this just isn't your jam. It's, you know, time to just move on, you know, so don't view that as a failure this is really a major success when you get to the point in life where you can say, you know, cut my losses, move on. <laughs> anyway, back to, uh, you know, I mentioned before employee assistance programs or EAP. Last summer, I found myself seeking assistance to deal with a really toxic work environment. I knew I could not keep up with the status quo. Um, being in an environment where you're not set up to succeed, it that doesn't resonate with me. It's not who I am. It's not in alignment with my values. So I did my best to be a team player and, you know, offer solutions to management. But at every step of the way, it just felt like I was hitting a brick wall. And I wasn't the only one. My colleagues who are wonderful, I'm sure, felt the same way. They also offered, tried to offer solutions too. But, you know, it just wasn't going anywhere. Common sense solutions just could not be implemented for whatever reason. Um, let me tell you, if this had been the private sector, solutions would have been found or or otherwise the management would have been replaced or reorganized or something would have happened. <laughs> when I described what was going on in my workplace um, to my therapist, she looked at me very matter-of-factly and like, with no emotion attached. It was just very like, you know, she's like a scientist observing, you know, and listening. She just looked at me and said, you know what? It's time for you to get out of there. It's just not a healthy place for you to be in. So sometimes it just takes hearing this from, you know, a third person, a third party or whatever to get the momentum to move forward. Let me tell you, Hearing that from her really gave me a kick in the ass. <laughs> it was the kick in the ass that I needed. So I started looking for my escape route or, you know, my lifeboat because I literally felt like the Titanic that was like sinking, ready to sink there. Um, and I'm really happy to say that not too long after that, I was given the opportunity to transfer to another department. And in this department, the management there treats all of the staff with respect it is so refreshing to work in a healthy environment. You know, after being out of that toxic environment for a few weeks, I'm astonished that I hadn't left it sooner. I guess maybe the reason I didn't leave it sooner was I truly enjoyed what I was doing and I really loved the colleagues that I worked with. So maybe that's what held me through so many, so, you know, for so long. Um, but now I finally have managers um, who are mentors. And it reminds me of the earlier days when I worked in publishing, where several of the bosses I had over the years who were managing editors for an employee-owned publishing company, they, each and every one of them, they were true mentors. They really cared about their employees. Um, and they were there to guide you and, you know, give constructive feedback. And many of them would say, hey, here's some training or professional development or I remember one of my managers, Mike Bernier, who's um, one of the best bosses I ever had. He said, you know, you're in D.C. and it's becoming a more competitive workplace. And he's the reason why 
I decided go back to school and get a master's degree because he said, if you ever wanted to like leave even the company, you're get, just having a bachelor's degree is not going to cut it anymore. Not in the, not in DC where you're like all these lawyers and PhDs who are looking for jobs and competing with you. Um, but anyway, back to, um, you know, my thoughts as far as management and stuff. So I want to say this to anyone out there who might be listening is a manager or maybe someday you'll be a manager. Um, I want to be so bold as to say that your job as a manager is to lead by example, respect your employees, find the resources and tools that your people need to be efficient, effective, and happy in their jobs. And particularly, pay attention to employee morale. Do a temperature check from time to time. Because when employee morale, you know, tanks, it's not good news. You really need to be paying attention. It's too late to be waiting until several people decide to up and leave. You know, by then it's just, no. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I want to say you might need some support from a loved one, a friend. It could be a therapist, a life coach. You know, if you're um, more on the religious side of things, maybe it's a pastor or whatever. Um or maybe you will find, you know, like I said, like uh, find the support in your faith um, from a song, from a book that, you know, that support can be really anywhere. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you don't have a nine to five, for example. Maybe you're an entrepreneur and you get lonely, um, especially if you're like still growing your business and you need someone like to bounce ideas off of. Just know that the support you need it is out there. You just need to find it. You need to be connected to it. And you know what? If you're having trouble finding it, put the word out there that that's what you're looking for. That's one thing that, um, it's one thing that, um, actually really, uh, has stuck with me from the, the two years that we spent in Japan. It was really interesting. Like the first year or so, I kind of was, you know, okay, I'm independent. I don't need to ask for help. And, you know, we're just going to figure things out on our own. But after being there for like the first year, I actually discovered something. I discovered that, you know, if you need something, you need help with something, I don't know, it could be anything random. Like, let's say finding a better dentist or I don't know, anything, right? Finding better primary health care provider, or whatever the heck it was we were trying to figure out at the time. If you put the word out there and you tell people like, you know what, do you have any recommendations or can you help me find this or that? Guess what? More likely than not, people are going to be so happy and actually flattered that you're asking for their input and asking for their advice. So don't be shy about reaching out for help. It might not be that the person you ask is going to give you the exact help, but they might know someone else or know someone else who knows someone else who can be of assistance. So that's kind of my PSA of the day there is, you know, ask for help. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I wanted to share with you three quotes that I found while I was thinking about, you know, what does it mean to get unstuck or, you know, how do you move past unhealthy, toxic relationships? So here it is. I hope you appreciate these quotes as much as I did. So the first one is, when I let go of who I am, 
I become what I might be. That's by Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu. Next, don't let negative and toxic people rent space in your head. Raise the rent and kick them out. That's by Robert Tzu. I have no idea who he is, but that's a good one. And then the last quote that I found, well, there are tons of quotes, but these are three that resonated most with me. This one is, stop letting people who do so little for you control so much of your mind, feelings, and emotions. And that's by Will Smith. And by the way, I want to share that um, this weekend, my partner G and I, partner and producer G and I have been watching, um, it's a really good show. Uh, it's on HBO. It's um, it's The Shop. It's by um, LeBron, and he invites all these different interesting people to talk about life, I guess you could say. Um, anyway, I just want to say Will Smith was on one of the episodes, and... Um, this stuff is really inspiring. So I'll have to put something in the show notes um, just to direct you to where that is now. Of course, HBO, you have to pay for it. But um, I just want to say that sometimes just like listening to inspiring people can really lift you up because it's really, um, really giving me some extra motivation, I guess, so to speak, this weekend. Uh, So yeah, so those are the three that I picked. I would love to know which of those three quotes is your favorite. So let me know, like, if you've experienced getting unstuck, feel free to share your story with me over on Instagram at All Things Relax Studios. I would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate your support. Ciao. Introverts, are you ready to step into your power? Do you often feel like you're living your life on the sidelines? watching other entrepreneurs succeed? Do you want to sound more confident when you're building your brand? Hi, I'm Sandy D, queen of podcasts and as an introvert, I get it. Speaking with confidence and clarity has always been a struggle until I unlocked the code and discovered tools and techniques to channel my inner rock star. Join my free masterclass, Introverts, step into your power. I'll show you how to leverage your strengths as an introvert while manifesting your dream clients. Learn how to grow your soul-driven business. Sign up today at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. You've been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Relax, recharge, Be inspired and step into your power. Sandy D, the queen of podcasts, Zen, would love to hear from you. You can connect with her on Instagram or Facebook at All Things Relax Studios. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.